1: Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Moats on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR.
0: Back inside the electric factory here on a Monday, about a half hour from now, we'll be joined by our friend, your friend, everybody's friend, one of the hardest working gents in the Pittsburgh media, of course, Mr. Christopher Carter. Will uh, we'll join us to lend his thoughts on everything that transpired yesterday in the ATL. 19-16 to 16 victory down there at the beautiful, just absolutely gorgeous Mercedes-Benz Stadium. What was it? Is this what? Gorgeous. Oh, I love when you say it Mercedes- like that Ooh, Ooh. Mercedes-Benz. Ooh, say it again. Mercedes-Benz. Ooh. You know what I was kind of hoping for? What's up, man? You know how on, on like until a few years ago, on like the hood of the Mercedes Benz, they would have the emblem, like the oh, little the emblem yeah, piece yeah. that I don't think they do that anymore. Right. It's just I know like what you're talking about, though. Yeah. but the old school Mercedes mm-hmm. that had the, the piece on the front, like where you know the nose. Yeah. Like where Rudolph's red nose reindeer yeah. would be. Um I was hoping that there was one of those like on the outside of the stadium. Oh Lord. <laughs> I was like, that'd be a pretty nice touch if they had the little Mercedes little thing <laughs> 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 popping out of the... <laughs>
1: No, but it was tell me what's you think people in twenty twenty two they don't know that. Could just allow that no 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 not just know what it is, but you think they could allow that to be visible or allow that to be around where people could go by it and mess with it? No. People like to test stuff too much, man. they break.
0: You know they are break mm. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a very good point. Oh,
1: let me try something. click. Oh no. Broke the stadium. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no.
0: Looks like Darth Vader's helmet there. Mercedes Benz Prestadium, it is pretty cool. Unfortunately, the roof was not open because you know it was like fifty two degrees out, which in Georgia, you know, those people that it's cold, they're they're wearing winter coats in fifty two degrees. (laughs)
1: Let me break out the winter boots. (laughs) (laughs) Fifty two degrees, but
0: all is well. Certainly down there, great. I I love Atlanta. Listen, you. To be fair, all right, there's not many American cities that I don't like. Like very rarely will you get me going on a place that I don't like. Do you have a place that you don't like? Oh, yeah. Outside of, like, Pitt? Oakland. No, I'm just outside of Pitt, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple. And I don't... Like, I wouldn't even say that I hate them. They're just not my favorite. All right. Boston. Okay. D.C. Okay. And don't get me wrong, I do like these... Just navigating anywhere in D.C. is a nightmare. This is very true.
1: Like, once you're there, it's... But I just... Yeah, I don't like I like to typically walk when I'm in DC. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm just walking to her, give me a little ride somewhere. I do not want to drive, don't want to do it without parking. Mm-mm. I'm with you though. <laughs> um, you just seem like too nice of a guy. I, I listen, like I place, am a nice man. guy and I look
0: on the bright side you know, of things and I think You're like I, optimistic, like this. I do song. always I'm like, how do you not like a place? I think, I, I think I've told you this before too. One of my one of the things that always makes me laugh so much is like when fan bases like a Falcons fan yesterday uh, who and I'm not saying that this happened, all right, oh, but this I'll is just a hypothetical say, scenario. Beef? Like people you hear all the time like, "Oh well, at least yeah, at least I don't have to live there, right?" Like a fa- like you know, like a like a Falcons fan could be like, "Oh, at least yeah. I don't have to Yeah, we might have lost the game, but at, at least I, I don't have I to go back Pittsburgh. and live in Pittsburgh." Huh. Oh, we might have lost. At least I, you know, at least I don't have to live in Miami. Oh, at least I don't have yeah. to live in Baltimore. I always laugh when I chuckle at that. There's like five places in the world that are worth bragging about living there. And if you're trying to thump your chest about where you're at, guess what? You ain't living there. <laughs> all right. If you got the type of money to live in these like handful of places that yeah. are actually worth bragging they're, they're, about they're living like there,
1: little islands, yes. off of like the coast of nowhere. You ain't talking LA.
0: trash about a sports team. Yeah, not, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> all right. No one who's bragging about yeah. where they live has not that kind of money to not actually brag about where they live.
1: I can assure you. That always. Not at all.
0: That always makes me laugh. Like you'll hear that. You'll hear that all the time. Like.
1: I've never heard a person that has, like, I don't know, private island money talk about it, hey, man. At least I ain't got to go back over there. Huh? Oh, you ain't going to hear that, man. you I had that. Some, You're right. You ain't got to hear that at all.
0: I mm. had some, like, Florida fan that must have found my tweet somehow when, oh, when WVU smoked <laughs> the Gators and Hoops a couple weeks ago. Uh, last weekend, actually. And then, like, I tweeted something funny, you know, yeah. I, and, and this person found it and was like, oh, at least I don't live in Morgantown. Like, yeah, buddy, Gainesville is just, you know, it's just the beacon oh, of It's the oh. beacon. It is literally Morgantown, but it's a hundred degrees that outside. Is
1: it I was about to say Gainesville? Not at all,
0: man. <laughs> yeah, bro. What <aren't> you <laughs> live in the south of France here yeah, or something? I You're right? talking about Gainesville. It's not Gainesville Key, ain't, it, ain't Key West, cousin. <laughs> Gainesville ain't even Duval. Duval ain't even like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like Yeah. Mm. So that always does make me laugh. But yeah, I'm trying to think where else? Cincinnati. Okay. It's just boring. Okay. Okay. You know what low key though? What's up? You know about to catch a stray here? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here we go. Went from like my favorite city to now. I don't dislike it. I just have no desire to go there. Huh. Nashville.
1: Serious? Why?
0: So I have family there, right? Okay. So I've been going there since the 90s and I've been there like 20. So this plays into it too. Okay. But it is just such a tourist trap now.
1: Uh, because I was about to say I ain't been down there. It's just uh, shit. I, I do I like do I love it in to-
0: Nashville, but it's like you can't move, man, yeah. because it's just it's a tourist trap. There's so many people, and the city wasn't built for that infrastructure. Nah, I get it. You nah, know, there's probably a hundred thousand more people in that city than there should be in terms of the infrastructure. Um, but I am listen. I like Atlanta. I enjoy Atlanta. I enjoy most of the places we've been to so far. Maybe not Cleveland. Yeah, don't like Cleveland.
1: Well, yeah, 'cause you you technically wasn't there there, like you ain't just chance, drove like, in yeah, for the yeah, day, you just, yeah, and drove you, out.
0: You just you know, Cleveland to get me, it and get it. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame can can stay. Everything else, <laughs> eh, you know, is what it is, is what it is. We'll see though. We have got a couple more good ones. Baltimore, eh, all right, but that's New Year's, so it's gonna be tough to do anything and really go out, anyways. Well, hold on, people go out New Year's, I thought they do, but you know how that is, like.
1: It's always there's always a, a the cover eve. charge. Aren't
0: you going to be there for the eve? Yeah, like New Year's Eve. You know how that is. There's always like a cover charge no, and there's no. all these you set just, menus you, you just, and
1: you just flash your credentials, man. Everybody just knows show that, my bro. Steelers badge. Absolutely. Oh, that'll get me far in Baltimore. Yeah. yeah,
0: it gets you spit right on your crab cake. We mm-hmm. are two weeks though. Charlotte, another one of America's oh, cre- another yes. one of America's great cities, if I do say so myself. I'm excited. I'm excited for the, <laughs> this, this journey through all these days. Let's just, all right, forget your tweets. Let's just sit here and talk about the cities that we do we're and don't just like. We're going to do it. That's what we're going to do. You know what number one on my list is, though? What's up? I think it's Indy of cities that I do like. Nah, probably New York City. Yeah, maybe mm, Miami. The Big Apple. Meh. Meh. I thought eh. it was me Harrisonburg, Virginia. What's your favorite, favorite, city, favorite city in America? Go. Oh, my God. To vi- I should, to visit. To visit. To visit. Oh. New Orleans, that's a really good one. Yeah, that, that's on my that's on my short yeah, list. Yeah. Seattle might new be number Orleans. one for me. Yeah. I friggin love Seattle. I'm
1: a New Orleans. Like you talking music, food, drinks, the best, culture, the best. Like that's, weather, that's, that's me. Like I love. That's a good one. That's yeah, a yeah. I love a, that real, type of stuff,
0: man. That's a real good one. Like performers, like I love a real that, good man. One. Yeah. For, I forgot about one that I'm not so not so keen uh, on. the uh, the uh, 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 Detroit. <gasps> All right, let's go to the tweets. Detroit, no. There's just not. There's just not much going on there. It's not as bad as people say it is. Okay. Like okay. I don't mean that stereotypical. Like oh, Detroit's a dump. Yeah. It's yeah, not. Yeah. Not nearly as bad as people say it is. There's just. There's just not a lot going on. Yeah.
1: There. I'm trying to think. I've. Every time we played in Detroit, I don't know. I never did anything in Detroit
0: because there's yeah. not a lot going on there.
1: No. I think because it was all those holidays. <laughs> no, it was
0: Thanksgiving's. Okay. Thanksgiving, well, that's, that's what it was.
1: Yeah. I was like, we were always out there, but it was like, always for something, and I forgot what it was. Thanksgiving. That's why. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Not a fan of playing in Detroit on Thanksgiving.
0: No. Because then there's definitely nothing out there there. Except for some turkeys. Yeah. Eh, 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 eh. Let's go to the tweets here. Jason leads us off, mozi. What up, Jason? He's our leadoff batter today here in the lineup of Steelers. He better come correct Nation then. radio tweeters. Jason says, happy victory Monday. Victory! There it is. I got some good, some bad, and some ugly for you guys. All, All right.
1: right. They say beauty's in the eye of the beholder, so let's
0: do it. The good. Kenny Pickett's overall continued improvement. The bad. Kenny Pickett's still missing open receivers, and when he misses, it does seem to be a bad miss. The ugly, <laughs> seeing Kenny out there blocking and just about getting run over by a linebacker.
1: <laughs> Kenny got that young boy energy right now. Where he does. He, is, he certainly does. still trying to put his face in the fire. I get it. But uh, yeah, he'll learn. He'll learn. He'll learn. We- we've talked about this before. He'll learn. It's the reason why you don't see veteran quarterbacks doing that. Because they understand.
0: Yes. You got to protect yep. the merchandise.
1: Yep. So just, you know, let him go through his, his time. Um, In terms of the misses, sure. I don't, I mean, good miss, bad miss. If a miss is a miss, it's still a miss, right? That's kind of how I look at it. But, um, yeah, that's part of the game. And it's still really good, like you said, though, to see him be able to do both. We could point to some of the misses that he had. And are the misses quote unquote bad because of the accuracy? Sure, but I also say they're good because of the actual read. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So once again, that's it's a good point. All about how we want to look at it. It's all about how we want to perceive it. It's progression. Yeah, I I, I look at the read. I say I I like the read. I like the decision. Is the result what we wanted to be? No. Yeah. But that, right. That's, a, that's absolutely. Know, that's kind of how I look at it with that. But no, nah, man, I, I definitely feel like you know he's definitely progressing the way we want him to progress, though. Absolutely. And I think
0: I think you and I have been clear on this. It's, it's going to be at least next year, maybe 2024, before you and I you know, kind of render, render a final verdict on Kenny Pickett. Mm-hmm. You just got to give him time. Um, but what you want to see in the interim is progression, and I think particularly since the bye week we have seen that. There's still obviously some things that, that we want to see him clean up and, and get better out here, but you'd be saying that about any rookie quarterback at this point in their career certainly. Um, so let's, let's keep the progress going, and let's see where we are in January uh, after five more games here. CC Ryder tweets us and says, Victory. Let's go. Love the show. Out of curiosity, what did Joe Burrow look like his rookie season that you guys can remember? I love Kenny Pickett, but when he misses, it seems like it's a bad miss. Is there any concern there? Um, Joe Burrow was hot. Joe and Burrow was, he got they were like three yeah. three and seven or something, but man, he was yeah, the he only was thing they had going. Yeah,
1: he was hot, then he got hurt. That's what I do remember.
0: Um but yeah, I, I don't It was it was it was different because yeah. the Steelers right now are asking Kenny Pickett to manage the game and right. move. They the were football. asking
1: Joe to be they were asking the guy.
0: Joe to be the offense. Yeah. yeah. And
1: you could see he was more than capable of it, but you could also see where the youth did affect him and the pieces around him weren't where they needed to be and ultimately he got hurt, but it was definitely very different in the context of what we are asking Kenny to do versus what they were asking Joe Burrow to do. Um and going back to um just what you said about the bad misses. Uh, I'll just repeat what I had just said. I look at the read and I say, I like the read. I like the read yes. because that yes. shows progress. He wasn't always making that read. He wasn't always being able to identify where to go with the ball, especially when you're talking in the seams like that. That's more middle of the field. That's a lot more challenging because there's a lot more bodies around there. The safety becomes in play. The underneath defenders become in play. Your outside corners become in play. If it's cover three, is he squeezing this down, is it cover four and he's going to stay outside? Is it cover one, but they're going to zombie concept this thing and now he's going to switch with the opposite DB. <laughs> right. It's a lot more that you got to worry about when that ball's in the middle of the field. So for me, for him to even identify the read and identify the coverage... That it's is a, start. a major step in the right direction. The accuracy will come. That's more so just the process of playing too fast mechanics.
0: Game slowing down. I see for it, him. and yeah. now I
1: gotta get, I gotta get it. Oh man, I didn't get my feet set up all the way. Hey, I didn't get my follow through all the way. I didn't transition my body weight from my back foot to my front foot. I didn't follow through all the way.
0: Maybe my eyes weren't where they needed to be. Yeah. But that happens when you speed up just a little bit.
1: Technique. We saw him when he had a chance to slow down a couple plays later. Like we talked about that Fry move one to the Connor Haywood play, right? Just those two because they were the easiest to break down and the easiest for everybody to remember in their mind. Even there are other plays we could point to as well. But those two instances is just you can see the difference of one where he's a little bit sped up. And when you are playing a little bit fast, when your feet – aren't set the way they need to, you're going to have what we like to call as bad misses or inaccurate passes. Who else had that? Marcus Mariota. Think about it. It was probably five plays where it would have changed the dynamic of the game. Yes. If he completes these in the first and the second half. But it was all because of footwork not being consistent, shoulders not being consistent, follow-through not being consistent, and that would stem from him being a little bit hurried. Whether it was from us, we pass rush, worse for Kenny, it was more so just him seeing it and trying to get it mm-hmm. there before it was too late. But, I don't classify that as a bad miss. I just think it's a difference of what we're looking at. We see the miss as just, hey, this is a bad pass. But it's a lot more context that goes into it, and that's why I don't classify it as a quote-unquote
0: bad miss in that vein. Gotcha. No, that makes sense. And I think that's why, too, just to piggyback off that, there have been, I think, some Steelers fans who have wondered why this team doesn't go quicker more mm-hmm. often. No huddle, whatever yeah. you want to call it, right? Mm-hmm. It's tough to do as a rookie quarterback. It is. It's not 17, 18-year veteran Ben Roethlisberger out there who has he, done this a million times.
1: Wes, people were upset about the fact that with 30 seconds left, three time loss, ball on the 15-yard line, we didn't try to be aggressive and take a shot. And I said to myself, what is the design of this offense? It is not a quick Correct. strike offense. It it's is not, not a the Chiefs air, or the Bills, it man. It is not it's a throw not... the ball and get aggressive type offense. Correct. Our offense is we're going to run the ball, play action pass, methodically draw up shots. That's what we do. That's it. And when we execute that, we don't turn the ball over. We stay on schedule. We score points, and we are very tough to beat that way. Mm -hmm. But when you get out of characteristic, when you start doing things that you're not normally accustomed to doing, that's how you start to have errors because you're not doing something that you major in.
0: Hundred percent agree. You're trying
1: to do something that you moonlight in something that's a side gig. Nah, at this level, you got to do what you do best you think about the Atlanta Falcons first half they struggled why they came out trying to do something different throwing the ball ball. six
0: times in the first half they tried to throw the
1: ball and I like the approach because it caught us off guard but they didn't execute it because of why that's not what they do so the execution was slightly off every single time second half what did they do they went to what they do well and how did we respond we struggled initially right they moved that ball up and down the field in that second half to start it off But that was when they finally buckled in. But then what? We were able to score. Now we have them doing what? Now you got to throw the ball again. Soon as they do that, pick Minka because that's not what they do. So when I saw that situation, I was like, I'm glad that Coach Tomlin did not decide to try to be aggressive for the sake of pride because he could have potentially had us in harm's way. No different on the decision to punt the ball with Presley Harvin versus kicking a 51-yard field goal. You missed that field goal at the end of the game with Matt Wright. Man, you're setting the Falcons up right around midfield. Yeah, With timeouts, it's not a good situation. No. You punt that rock, though. Worst case scenario, you're, in the, you're coming from the 20-yard line. Worst case, the odds of a team scoring when they have to drive 80 yards is less than, uh, I think it's what, 50? No, 40%. I think it was like 40 or 30% when you have to start your drive from the 20-yard line. Okay. The chance of you scoring a touchdown. It's like 30 or 40%. Now, when you started it, your drive from the 40-yard line, it increases. Started from oh, the 50, sure. it increases. And sure. the further you sure. get closer, it increases, increases, increases. Sure. But the 20-yard line and in, your odds of stopping a team are great because you have to literally watch this team get three, four first downs. And we talk about how difficult that can be at times. So even in that decision right there, pump the ball, trust your defense. Don't say, hey, man, we're going to go forward on fourth down. Let's be aggressive. Don't say, hey, man, we're going to kick this 51-yard field goal with the kicker that we just signed who still is playing well, but let's be real, he's not boss. So it's like, man, these are good decisions, but this is all a part of us sticking to our identity. And that's agree. the beauty of this thing right now, man.
0: And that's not to say, hey, maybe one day this offense right. will be the, the 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 Mahomes Chiefs or the Allen Bills, where you can, oh, we got thirty seconds on the clock—that's plenty of time. The but, Mahomes Chiefs was the Mahomes Chiefs when he first took over year one, exactly. Is that exactly. same? Same with Josh Allen. Yeah. Same with every rookie yeah, quarterback. Yeah, but it's,
1: it's literally we're trying to expedite, and he's not even ten games. Has he has it? Does he have ten games yet? I don't Is think so. This, this was nine, I thought for him, right? So <laughs>
0: Jets at halftime. You counting that one? Because he has
1: two halves. That's one count as one hole. So if you're doing that, so Jets, one, and two, Bucks three, are four, half? five,
0: six, seven, Jackson, eight. Jets and Bucks count as one. If yeah. you yeah. count those as one, that's eight. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Not so, even double digits. Like I said,
0: we're right Give on par. Time. Give it time. We're right on par. Richie tweets us and says, I know it's a victory Monday, but can we talk about being worried about the rush defense? Also, do you guys think there's any chance they would trade Deontay Johnson in the offseason? I'm not worried about the rush defense. They went from 32nd in the NFL last year to top 10 right now. And to quote Arthur Motes, the other team gets paid too. They have playmakers too. The Falcons had the sixth, sixth best rushing attack in the National Football League. I don't know what they are now after week what have been 13 mm-hmm. that just finished up or finishes up tonight with Monday Night Football. So I know that Atlanta was able to find success running the ball in the second half, but that shouldn't surprise you. That's a top 10, top six rushing offense that has four guys on that offense that can run the ball effectively. The Steelers defense did a great job of shutting them down in the first half, and I think shutting them down when they needed to. To go from from dead last against the run in the NFL last year to top 10 now, I'm not worried about the defense. They're going to have their moments, like Jonathan Taylor at moments on Monday night, but overall, (laughs) I think they're much better and much improved in that regard. Fair or no? You're giving me that look like, oh, man, I'm going to have to disagree with Wes. Nah. Okay. My whole
1: thing is we're panicking or we're asking questions about rush defense because of essentially two drives in the second half of the Falcons running what we said is the Baltimore Ravens offense. And just by the scheme of it, it's designed to be successful. It's a reason why all of the teams that don't have athletes run this type of offense. Because schematically, you're going to have success with it. You look at all the military academies. Why do they run this? Because it is tried and true. (laughs) You are going to have success with this. The thing that you can't do is turn the ball over and you can't play from behind with this. But that is what the design of that offense is for, to run the ball. So that's why we said what we said about them in the first half not really utilizing that scheme because we were really playing and gearing up in that box for that. So in the second half, it was like, all right, they actually went to that. And it took about two series for us to do what? Figure it out. No different than if it would have been the beginning of the game and it would have run it like that. It would have took us about two series to figure it out Mm -hmm. because the speed of it. But we said, what, they don't have the athletes to the same level of a Baltimore and the thing is this I thought that Cordero Patterson did a good job especially like I said in that second half with some of his runs some of his ability to step around guys and he's a heck of a player there's a reason why since he's transitioned to full-time running back he's been a pro bowler and has played himself into a nice contract that he got this offseason to the point that we were even contemplating should we try to sign him to be one of our running backs this offseason but we said man he's probably gonna price himself out because of how well he's played so he's still a really good player he is and that Falcons team on tape they execute at a high level their issue is talent they don't have enough talent to keep up with people but they're really good at what they do which is running the ball so i don't look at our defense and say this is something that we should be overly concerned about i say man the falcons that's what they specialize in they do and if all they were able to do is have that little bit in that second half to get them back into it live with it i can live with that yeah absolutely i can live with that because you have to pick your poison you're not going to to stop everything you got to choose. And if that was the, the the way that we had to get up out of that stadium was, all right, we're going to let them have a little bit of success here. And also some of that success running the ball with Cordero Patterson was also a product of Marcus Mariota starting to pull the ball in the second half. Yes. When the quarterback starts to pull the ball, that's another play you have to account for. He had two of those where it hit us, and then from there you start to hesitate, and now you're doing what? Looking for the pull, now they're giving it. So that is what you deal with. That also is what we talk about when we're saying this is schematic. It is designed for that. So when you have some talented players, not overly talented, it's not Lamar out there, right? But when you can see a talented player and how they right. can run this offense, they're gonna have success running the ball. That is what is designed for. But you also see the limitations in it as well. And that's the part why I say we don't have to get overly concerned about it. Now we're gonna face this again this weekend in Baltimore. Or not in Baltimore, but with Baltimore. Sure, sure.
0: But Particularly if Lamar Jackson's out. (laughs) Right, right. But it's
1: like this is, you know, what teams run right now. It's 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 just an easy offense. That's why college is running a lot too. Yep. It's just easy. It's schemed up to give you success on the ground. It's schemed up to make you have an easier read. But when you have the athletes that can defend it on defense, you can see how you can minimize it. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's why I
0: kill you. Right. Yeah.
1: And that was ultimately what I thought happened yesterday. And that's why I still feel I so, really too. good about our rush defense. Now, and in terms of trading Deontay, uh, absolutely not. I don't want to trade him. Um, I get it. People want to go crazy about a couple of drops. But I also say, look at the impact that he had in the game from start to finish. You take him out that game. You tell me we win that game. I, I'm here. you on the George Pickens stuff. But unfortunately, George Pickens didn't have productivity yesterday. Drops or no drops. He did not have productivity. Deontay did with the drops. Deontay still continues to be the only receiver that consistently, let me say that again, that consistently gets college open versus man-to-man and zone. And he doesn't take a long time to do it. He's doing it right away. Why do you think Kenny Pickett loves a look there? Why do you think Ben Roethlisberger loves a look Why do you think Mason Rudolph loves to look there? Why do you think Mr. Biscuit? It's a reason why I've named four different quarterbacks, and all of them target the same guy. Chris Oladokun? You know why? You know why? Because he, he gets, gets open. Co- not, not open, because anyone gets open. I mean, it's, Pickens is technically open, but it's NFL open. It's a different look. I'm talking college open. College open is, if, if we play a hot potato, I have to actually toss that hot potato to you, because mm-hmm. it's separation here. Sure. That's different. Sure, NFL Open is, hey, Wes, we can hold hands.
0: <laughs> but okay? you just have a step on me.
1: Yeah, we can hold hands. All right? Just put it in this hand. And get my other hand free. Okay? That's NFL Open. Yeah. So, when you talk about quarterback play, and if you don't have an elite quarterback or a Hall of Fame quarterback or a top five quarterback, you have a quarterback that's young rookie going through it and learning, what do you think is going to be easier for him? The player that consistently gets college open that might drop the occasional pass, but at the same time is going to catch the occasional passes and going to give you explosive run after... Or do you want to try to talk this young quarterback into seeing, hey, is your arm really that good or is it not that good? Let's play the game. Russian roulette. Throw it up every time to George Pickens. If he catches it, great. If you throw a pick, ah. Is that what you want? Because that's the alternative right now.
0: That is the alternative.
1: And trust me, I'm a fan of George Pickens. I definitely am. But that's a different throw that you're asking Kenny to make in the sense of how he gets open versus how Deontay gets open. Deontay gets open in a manner that I'm comfortable throwing him that ball. Because it is open, open. It's clear separation. It's easy to see it. What Pickens is that dude's on his hip. I got to put this ball up there and make sure it's in the vicinity. The
0: only place he can, only place he can get it,
1: and hope that he's making that play and not a, a, a great DB play. Correct. Not a slip.
0: Not because, a question. But it was
1: it contact? As we know with
0: Ben Roethlisberger, okay. who would take those chances uh-huh. a lot. Sometimes gunfighters okay. get shot too.
1: All right. <laughs> it's like, man, do we want to die on that sword? Do we? Is that the hill we want to live on? We I, not.
0: We're not built to do that okay. right now. We and again, not. Maybe we will be. Maybe we will be <laughs> right. one day. But just not right but now.
1: Right now, that kills you.
0: On December fifth, twenty twenty-two, that kills that, you. That kills you.
1: That kills you. So it's like I get, I even get his frustration. I do, but I'm yeah, like, yeah, bruh, and I get still, uh, um, not still nation, but I get uh, the other comment, Richie, Richie in yeah. terms of you know, would you want to move him? I get the frustrations because the expectations, but at the same time, you got them expectations because of what? Because how good he is, and because we're still seeing it, and that's the frustrating part. We're watching the same game, and it's like how in the same game I can hate this guy and love this guy all at the same time. Make it make sense, but that is Deontay Johnson right now. He's still a young player. I know people look at the contract and say, he's not young, he's a veteran. I get it. You want to put the veteran label on him because of the years he's had in this league. I get it. But to me, he's still a younger dude. He's a guy that's learning. He's figuring this thing out. And I get the frustration because it's not on everybody else's timeline. But from a person that's been in this profession for a long time, he is on the right timeline. These dudes are progressing the way they need to, man. But you can't just move on from guys just because – it's not as pretty as you want it to be or because it's sure, not sure. Justin Jefferson-like.
0: You know what I mean? Well, it's like, bro. That's like comparing your quarterback to Patrick Mahomes. But Ain't many of those guys in the league.
1: It's like comparing your quarterback to Joe Burrow. It's not many of those in the league, but we do it. okay. And then we get upset when the expectations aren't met, and then we start to say, what? Is this guy a bust? Should we move on? Should we draft this dude? And at times when we put money on a guy like Deontay Johnson, we start to look at him and say, well, hey, expectations need to be this, this, and this. It's like, all right, but when we do that, we potentially set these dudes up for failure.
0: I completely agree. You know what we are in terms of this Deontay Johnson conversation before the we word? before we go to break here. Um, you seen the movie Moneyball? Oh, absolutely. You know the scene where where Brad Pitt hires Jonah Hill, mm-hmm. and you know he they, that's he, a nice tandem by the way. He fully it really is. He fully commits to the. The money ball, the analytics roster building, right? Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt's kind of like, Screw it, we're gonna do something different here. They fully commit to it. They're sitting in the meeting with all the scouts, right? And Brad Pitt's throwing up all the names on the grease board of the guys he wants to sign. And his scouts are like, Well, he's thirty four years old. He doesn't move like he used to. His hips are bad. Da, 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 da. What is what value does he bring? And Brad Pitt points to Jonah Hill and Jonah Hill goes, he gets on base. That's it. And then they bring up the next guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, he's been cast aside by three teams. He can't stick on a roster. Why what do we, does he do? Why do we want this guy? Points to Jonah Hill. Mm-hmm. He gets on base. It's simple. I, I'll be your Jonah Hill, all yep. right? You, be the, you simple, could be the be the handsome Brad Pitt. I'll it be your simple. Jonah Hill. It is simple. What does Deontay Johnson do? He gets open. He gets open.
1: He gets open. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, I'm not going to fault him for getting open. I'm not going to I, – I can't. I'm not going to just say, hey, man, I hate to thank you, Jonah. I, 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 I want you to catch more, yes, but hey. <laughs> He's still gonna get open. And he does that consistently for every quarterback we've yes. seen. Wes, if you went out there and played a quarterback, you know who you're gonna throw to first? Deontay Johnson. You know why? He gets open. Exactly.
0: We need if D have our Photoshop extraordinaire's okay. listening, I think we need a we need a money ball Photoshop mm-hmm. of me and you is Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill. And what's Deontay do? He gets open. We got a bunch more tweets to do uh, to get to here. We will do that after we talk to our buddy Chris Carter. CC will join us right around the corner. Don't you dare go anywhere. Plenty to get to in our final segment of the show. This is the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more.